1: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, a podcast from Mile High Sports presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K, Radio. On Twitter, where we are hurting on the Broncos Blitz podcast, quite literally another major player lands on IR. We'll tell you about that and uh, what Denver's going to do moving forward. This is truly unbelievable stuff, and uh, we'll get into that today on the podcast. Also recapping the Buccaneers' loss, uh, Denver losing at home in front of 5,700 fans and a bunch of people from South Park in cutouts. Quite interesting stuff. Uh, more bad news coming from 2020. And uh, here on the podcast, look, we try to keep it positive up on the many different locations where you could find this podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com. Go ahead and check all that writing out and, of course, archives of the podcast. Denver loses big to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, I don't think anybody is really surprised that they lost to Tampa Bay. I'm not really sure if anybody actually prior to this game, picked Denver. Denver is weak uh, in talent right now because of injuries, and they lose another talented player, one of their best players on defense, Jarrell Casey. Torn bicep. He is now out for the season. Truly just some of the most unfortunate luck I have ever seen from a Denver sports team since I've lived here. Uh, this is truly unbelievable. Cortland Sutton, obviously, out for the year. Von Miller, likely out for the year. Jarrell Casey, now uh, likely out for the year. A.J. Boye is gone. Phillip Lindsay, Drew Locke, Draymond Jones. Uh, you can add Justin Sternat, I suppose, and Mark Barron to that list. Uh, just an unbelievable injury run, and that means there's no talent. Out on the football field, simply put, and it showed in the Sunday loss to Tampa Bay. And this is what's going to happen for a majority of the season. I'm sorry. Get ready and buckle up. This is a team that's going to win two to three games this year. This is a brutal, brutal roster being trod out right now, simply put, because of injuries. You name me a team, name me a team that stays competitive when they lose their top quarterback, running back, wide receiver, corner, edge rusher and defensive lineman. You can't because it doesn't happen. Denver is absolutely devastated by injuries. I've never seen anything like this before. Um, You know, the hope at this point is that Denver can keep games competitive. I I think you start to look around the, uh, you know, the, the, the schedule and you see maybe a win coming up on Thursday night because the jets are just that bad. Denver's actually favored in this game. Uh, But, gosh, it it was... Just a brutal first three weeks for the Denver Broncos. Uh, that's only going to get worse, uh, at least on the on-field, until maybe Drew Locke comes back. But look, uh, Jeff Driscoll needing to come out of this game, throwing the interception, sacked a bunch of times. He finished 17 for 30. For a buck seventy-six. Brett Ripon coming in, 8 of 9, 53 yards, and the interception was sacked once as well, too. On defense, Denver could never really truly stop Tom Brady through for three touchdowns, 297, 25-38. They got to him twice, but uh, quite frankly, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had their way. Both run games were not very effective in this game, uh, although Denver kind of getting away from the run, really nothing happening for the Denver Broncos on offense, averaging three yards a pop. Melvin Gordon, the team high, 26 yards. Jeff Driscoll, number two, 14. This is just a brutal, brutal stat sheet to read off. Uh, Denver, it, it was rough. It was rough in many ways on offense. Uh, they just simply could not move the ball. Maybe a good thing that uh, there were no fans in the stands because, uh, well, at least there weren't the 70,000-plus 5,700 getting to see this game, and quite frankly, boy, maybe half of them Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans. Oh, it was uh, it was very very brutal, and so it's the Denver team that look as we I think you look at this year. Let uh, let's zoom in really quick, and then we'll zoom out. You look at this Tampa Bay game. Nobody expected Denver to be Tampa, Denver to beat Tampa Bay. Okay, simply put, nobody did. But as you start to zoom out and you say, okay, well, what does this mean moving forward for the Denver Broncos? The big problem right now is A, they don't have talent on the field. B, they don't have talent at the most important positions. C, quite frankly, they were a growing team to begin with, so this hampers them long term. And D, now they're on a short week and New York. Uh, they got to travel to New York to play a Jets team that is just truly putrid as well, too. I think if you're Denver, you're looking to just be competitive at this point. I, you know, I, I don't think you you look forward to the, to the rest of the schedule and the Patriots, Miami, Kansas City, Atlanta, and Las Vegas. I don't think you say Denver wins a lot of these games, if even one or two. But what you do ask is that they try to remain competitive or at least they get somewhat close the problem is is that you know now you're starting to say okay well how do we evaluate this year and how do we evaluate the coaching staff the offense defense these individual players when you have so many just simply put, their best players out. Jarrell Casey, now the latest torn bicep. And that goes along with Von Miller and AJ Boye. A Boye out at an extended period of time. Draymond Jones out. Uh, that's just on the defense and on the offense, as we put it. Hey, wide receiver one, running back one, and quite frankly, the crown jewel. You lose your quarterback. I said this at the beginning of training camp, okay? If they lose Drew Locke for an extended period of time, if Drew Locke is not the one taking meaningful snaps on this football team, the season is over, period, end of story. We can all talk about how Jeff Driscoll looked good in a spot cleanup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's because Pittsburgh didn't game plan for Jeff Driscoll. Now you see, boy, them Jeff Driscoll fans, they're real quiet this afternoon. Where are you? I thought he was better than Drew Locke. So much for that. Okay, all right. Jeff Driscoll, simply put, is not a quality player in the NFL. It's not going to work long-term. And you know what? Brett Rippin ain't, and Blake Bortles ain't either. So I think this week is accepting week for Denver fans. None of this shocks me. None of this surprises me. None, I look at all of this, and I say, this is very predictable. Denver's going to be a bad football team this year. They just lost too much talent it just simply lost too much talent but however do we dis- do we start a discussion about this coaching staff in well maybe a week maybe on friday Let's talk about that. I'm going to talk about that next, but first I want to get to my friends over there at DraftKings. Of course, DraftKings helping present the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top sportsbook. And look week three of football just about in the books. And, it's been a rough three weeks for Denver, but um, hey, maybe you've been uh, laying down some skin in the game and maybe you've been having a good first three weeks of football. And of course, as we review the tape and get ready for next week, no better place than to get in on all the action with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement, of course, DraftKings is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss all new users. Going to get the chance to turn $1 into 100 $100 when you bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How can you pass that up? Maybe it is Denver to beat New York on Thursday night. Who knows? Don't worry. If football isn't for you. DraftKings giving you you basketball fans as well a 200% profit boost on any basketball market. Once you sign up, I tell you what, here's the deal. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, making it easy for you to deposit, easy to withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code MHS when you sign up to get this. Can't miss offer. Pick any team during week four. Bet $1 on them and win $100 if they win. That's $1 bet to win $100 when you use the promo code MHS. But again, during sign-up, use the promo code MHS for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and in Colorado. Only Profit boost uh, terms and conditions. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So Denver's hurting. We got that. All right. We understand that Denver is in a bad shape. But how do we start to evaluate this team now moving forward? Because, look, regardless win or loss, Denver is going to have to play out the rest of the year, but then how do you say, okay, well, the impact is inevitable that we can't use this as a negative upon certain coaching staffs, evaluations. It's really sad. Honestly, we're talking about this after week three. We're already talking about the idea. Do we start this Vic Fangio discussion? The fact that he's 0-7 and right now with a team that just simply put is going to win two, three games this year. I mean, uh, do we start this discussion right now? I don't know if we do, but as I turn to Twitter, look. Uh, again, I say this: there's nothing Denver can do. There's nothing that they can do right now. If you want to blame some, the next man up only applies so much before you lose your starting. Everybody, everybody is hurt. Everybody, I, I'm hurt inside my soul. It's just brutal. So look, this is a Broncos team that I think next man up only applies so much. And at this point, it is just a rough go. And I tell you what, strap on the seatbelt, brace yourself, because this one's going to get even bumpier. Uh, as you look through this schedule, okay, the Jets on Thursday night could be the one uh, interesting game because I think most people think Denver beats New York. I don't know why they. this is an absolute I don't know why this is an absolute to people, because you already know Adam Gase, A, is coaching for his job, B, is somebody who wants to try to stick it back to the Broncos, and how about doing that against a winless Denver Broncos team? You already know Adam Gase is going to get his guys fired up, and quite frankly, I think the Jets have the better quarterback right now. From there, the Patriots, that's a loss, Miami, they ain't beating the Dolphins, the Chiefs, Falcons, Las Vegas, the Chargers, New Orleans, Chiefs, and then at the Panthers, who probably have Christian McCaffrey back, Buffalo, Los Angeles, and Vegas. Where's the wins? Where are the wins in this schedule? Now, look, the NFL is a funny league, all right? And every once in a while, you have a team that is favored that just doesn't show up. Maybe it's a divisional game, whatever may be the case. This happens all the time. So Denver probably steals maybe a game that they shouldn't here or there. Maybe it's a divisional game where the two teams know each other very, very well. Other than that, though, how many more wins are on this schedule? There are None. This is going to be a bad football team, and and the hope is that Drew Locke can come back, provide an immediate boost on the offensive line by getting the football out, making better decisions. Look, if Drew Locke is the real deal, he can amplify that offense exponentially from the offensive line to the running game to the wide receivers. I I think you're starting to see the value of him because this is a truly putrid offense right now. Uh, This is very reminiscent of 2016-2017. This should only make you believe more in Drew Locke, but I know the discussion about tanking for Trevor Lawrence is going to start, but look at this roster without him it's terrible right now all we were talking about the Denver Broncos three weeks ago as one of the more promising up-and-coming teams in the NFL and on offense and now all of a sudden this is a team that very much in the running for the number one pick it's just been a a incredibly bad luck run I, I don't know if there's a finger to blame. It's unfortunate because I know fans, they want to point a finger, right? And I really don't know how you point a finger at Vic Fangio because it's not Vic Fangio's fault that they lost literally everybody that's good on their roster, like it, it, they've lost everybody. I, I'm not sure how you point the finger at John Elway because there's only so much next man up depth that you can bring in before it's like, wow, this is this is just truly awful. I, you can't blame the strength and conditioning coach injury. You can't predict injuries, and you know what? These injuries are happening league wide. These these injuries are happening league-wide. We talked about Christian McCaffrey, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Saquon Barkley. We just heard of Tyreek Cohen tearing his ACL. Uh, The injuries, uh, this really is, maybe you could say, a product of no preseason, limited offseason, I don't know if that's the case. I'm not a doctor, but certainly this is happening at a league-wide level that is just truly baffling, and particularly for the Denver Broncos, and I think you could argue the San Francisco 49ers as well, too. This is happening at such an alarming rate. I have never seen a Denver sports franchise, a Denver sports franchise get truly affected this badly when it comes to injury. I've never seen it before. This is tr- This is remarkable, unbelievable. Horrifying to watch because you're talking about the futures of young men who are tremendous athletes. You're talking about a football team that was so up and coming and promising, and now all of a sudden, three weeks in, uh, truly the season's over. I mean, you, you can book this thing up and wrap it up. This thing's done. Denver's going to be a five-win team at the most optimistic of 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 sights. I mean, this is just a truly. Truly unfortunate situation. And I think if you're a Denver Broncos fan, again buckle up because this one's going to get a little bumpy. And of course, we will continue to cover it over there at MileHighSports.com with not only the podcast, but with some writing, of course, that you can read from our friends at, oh, let's see, Doug Ottawa, Zach Seegers, Rich Kurtzman. Uh, You can find a lot of great stuff over there at MileHighSports.com on this Broncos team because it is going to be a bumpy ride, that's for sure, moving forward for Denver. And hopefully, Drew Locke can come in and maybe win them a couple games solely on his arm, but a lot to ask from a young quarterback who's going to be coming back from a pretty serious shoulder injury. And uh, this is a Denver team that, man, uh, until they get him back, count up the losses. L after L after L. This team could very well be in line for that top pick with a one-two win record. It's just, just dreadful. And uh, we will continue to discuss what this means for some coaching staffs. In the future, uh, it, look, Denver's special team, once again, is torrid. I, I, I've talked about this before. I don't understand what they see in Tom McMahon. I don't get it. The special teams has always been bad. It's never been a quality special teams. They don't make plays, and they blow assignments all the time. Uh, having that punt blocked it's just there's nothing special about special teams right now it never has been uh sticking with Colby Wadman all those years i just don't get it uh, that's that's going to be a coaching staff that's going to be in line for change in other positions who knows we will see i'm not i don't want to get going on that i think if you're denver here's the deal i think you start to question things if they're not competitive against the jets the jets are a truly terrible team but if they're not if they are not competitive they don't have to win the game okay you can lose to the jets and be competitive but if they're not competitive against the jets and they get blown out 30 to 7 or whatever now we start to say okay well maybe the coach's message is lost to the players now we start to say okay how do we evaluate this thing you know How do we get the best out of what we have? Is what we have that bad in the NFL to where they're losing by 23, you know, 20 some points against the worst team that many people think are in the league? That'd be the New York Jets. It's a bad situation right now. It's hard to evaluate. And I know everybody wants to just call for people's heads when you lose. But look, certainly there's a major kicker here. I don't understand people who say injuries are not an excuse. Do you see who's injured? You see who's injured. They've lost literally their best edge rusher, their best defensive lineman, their best corner, and everybody at the major skill positions on offense, including the quarterback position. I I don't understand how you don't see that and say, wow, this is, this is going to be a bad football team without all this talent take all those away from any other team. And that team's going to be terrible. Uh, And that of course, right now is the Denver Broncos. They're in a bad, bad situation. And unfortunately it's not going to get remedied or get better anytime soon. By the way, one news of note uh, before we get out of here, Denver's 11 o'clock game against new England in week five, after the jets has been moved to two, 25. so time change on that that uh, very much in line with uh, CBS trying to balance out the rankings I think simply put they want to put Cam Newton in the afternoon because otherwise you'd be watching Indy in Cleveland and I don't think anybody wants to watch that for sure all right all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate uh, you listening. You can, of course, follow on Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com, a lot of great places that you can check out the podcast. And, of course, subscribe, give us a follow if you like what we do. Hey, interact, at RonnieK Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, the email, RonnieK at MileHighSports.com. That's RonnieK at Sports. All done for the podcast. Previewing the Jets is what we will be doing moving forward. What does Denver do moving from here? (laughs) Exhausting year. This is an exhausting year. Uh, Denver's hurting in many ways, and so are we. Like I said, my soul. It's brutal. I hate watching bad football. But uh, quite frankly, Denver's going to be putting out bad football for the rest of the year, and it should not surprise anybody. So Denver, not a good team right now. And, uh, well, unfortunately... Uh, this is uh, gonna have to be a quick turnaround for Denver now, as well too as the New York Jets. They got to travel to the Jets coming up on Thursday. Denver getting one of those primetime games. I'm sure injury is going to be uh, very much highlighted on this uh, broadcast uh, once we uh, get to that. All right, all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Again, interact on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. It's all presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can find more info on the Broncos and previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast. That's Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com
0: or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.